0: Good morning and today's morning opening is dedicated to to uh, Keith Richards' Reynard which uh is a joke that SR had yesterday <laughs> with me because of a painting that I had found really nice painting it was a um I ha- it was an oil portrait of a fox a very nice fox and it was it was at a estate sale in Radnor new Radnor, Pennsylvania, for the Radnor Hunt Club, which if you don't have a blue-blooded pedigree, you would not be allowed. <laughs> and, again, yeah, the mainline pedigree. Yes. And then, um, but it's sold for like $250. It had been sold for $250, so ah. there we go. <laughs> and it's, it's also the start of leslie's birthday weekend Uh,
1: yes 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 (laughs) so happy almost birthday thank you pam yes my birthday is election day this year Uh, it falls on the tuesday november 7th i think is that right (laughs) i don't even know yes
0: november 7th is election day (laughs) and that is also your birthday that I've confirmed
1: with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have it on good account. Um, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I'm very, very excited um, because we have um, some of our longtime friends know that last year our dance studio um, does a trip every year. Uh, they just we just started again um, after many years of not having trips. Um, And last year we went and took a class with a Rockette and then saw the Radio City Music Hall Christmas Spectacular. And Mm -hmm. this year the timing of the trip is earlier, which I think is what's catching me off guard. It was later last year. And we are going to have a 90 minute workshop with two Disney Uh, studio artists, and they are going to teach us uh, choreography from the show Aladdin, which is currently on Broadway, and then we're going to go see Aladdin tomorrow um, at 6.30. So, very, very excited um, to be having the opportunity to do that so it's, um,
0: that is just, yeah, too cool. it's, it's
1: very, very cool. And we're going to go, instead of doing the bus trip, um, and taking, uh, the whole day, um, riding on the bus and just doing it in one day, we're going to go up today, um, and visit some friends and, um, Sabrina's best friend lives in, uh, she just moved. She's a graduate student at Columbia University and she is now living in Brooklyn. Um, so we're hoping to catch up with her. That's where all the young hipsters live these yes. days. In fact, I wanted to reach out to Betty to see if she was going to be around or if she's going to be busy with the blessedness. Um, so, yeah, it's thank you for all the nice birthday, early birthday wishes. I guess the celebration has begun. <laughs> it has. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. I actually had a, another really unusual experience. This is almost, almost Pam-like, I feel, that I'm uh, sharing these uh, unusual stories. But this will also dovetail into Pam's hockey uh, player history. Um, I have family friends who um, actually work for the Hershey Bears now. Um, but have been covering the Bears forever. This is the family, Pam, you might remember my friend who was very ill and sadly um, passed away when we were on set um, in Syracuse in 2019. I do remember. His family. Um, His son works for the Bears and had uh, permission to bring out the Calder Cup because they're the Calder Cup champions. Um, so I was able to go play with the Calder Cup last night. Um,
0: very nice.
1: Yeah. It was very cool. It was very, very cool.
0: And, 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 and for you non-hockey afic- aficionados, the Calder Cup is what goes to the, um, I think. American. League, but league, I think it's the like AHL. Mm-hmm. American. Yeah. It's like the step down. Yeah. It's, it's NHL. the
1: minor league, you know, affiliate right. of Triple, the. Triple team.
0: Triple A or triple or A yeah. or whatever it is uh, from in baseball. Yes. yes.
1: And I'm loving the really awesome news about Caleb that Anna just shared. Yeah. Um, Caleb admitted yesterday for his sixth and last chemo cycle, he's rocking this regimen and slaying non-Hodgkins. Keep praying and sending positive juju. It's working. Yeah. I am so, so very happy that... It, Yeah, that is wonderful. And um, Betty, you're making me laugh with the, you know who attends Columbia? Krista Peterson. (laughs) Well, I won't be, I won't be trolling the campus. um, But I will be, uh, I will be in the vicinity, I think so. Um, it should be, it should be fun. Um, you know what else is going on tomorrow in the city, which will make it a little crazy. Another reason why I, um, I thought we should invest in going early. Um, this weekend is the New York city marathon. So it's going to be quite interesting.
0: That is an interesting, I, I I went down to a couple when I lived in New York. I, when I I was dating a guy, Joe Dula, who happens to have his birthday today, by the <laughs> way, whom I haven't seen probably since 1980. Um, and Samir so would, Mayor, mayor would want, be wanting me to call him to wish him a happy birthday, but I don't even know where he is now. Um, he ran marathons all the time, and he did New York in about three. Oh my gosh! Three hours thirty minutes. And I remember going the night before we went down. We we all went down to the city so they could carve up,
1: mm-hmm. up. Oh yeah, lots and, of pasta. Yeah, it
0: was <laughs> and it was at the New York Armory, I think. At yes, the time. and Elena and just then, said,
1: "Here comes a chapter."
0: <laughs> no, I was just watching mm-hmm. it. Like he would he, he would be on the Verrazano Bridge, but since he wasn't one of the top runners, like, I, I forget who they were at the time. I think they were Kenyan. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Um, he was back in the pack. So, yeah, in which I had another friend from work that did that. And it, it was like, he was like halfway across the Verizano Bridge before he even got to the starting point. So he actually ran a little further than the 26 miles because of that. But um, they, I would meet him in Central Park where the finish mm-hmm. was. And the bars along First Avenue are all open and they're cheering everybody on. I mean, it's, it's a, if, if you're a runner and you, or you know a runner and you're cheering a runner on, it's a lot of fun. And just the camaraderie of, of being in these bars it, it, on a Sunday morning watching these guys run was a lot of fun too.
1: So. Yeah, I'm excited. And there will be a lot of good energy, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So it should be it should be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. most definitely Betty notes and that she watches us. it on TV I don't think she says I don't think I would ever run the marathon that makes two I, of us
0: I, well that's, that's the reason why Joe and I broke up because I wouldn't I wouldn't run I'm not a runner which I thought was a rather petty excuse to break up but hey well, <laughs> it was better off he was the one that gave me the worm for the tequila. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Elena notes her cousin Jim is running in the marathon. He's 70 years old and continues to run both the Boston and New York marathons. Wow, Elena, that is incredible. That's what. yeah. Wow. Well,
0: I, I, I know that, um, uh, you know, Joe... Uh, Joe would uh, wanted to get into Boston. He wanted mm-hmm. to be in Boston really big time. But there was a certain cutoff if you weren't from the area, as far as time wise. But he was trying. That's- he was trying. And Cheryl just texted. She said that she is listening, having a tough time getting in. She says, everybody is doing, uh, Grandpa's doing good, hanging on. Good days and bad days, and and to say hello. Aw. And uh, she said, uh, yeah, she said the same happened last week. Cheryl, we'll talk later. I, you know, we'll see what we can work out for your, um, your issues on that. So, anyway,
1: um, a big hug and shout out to Cheryl and Grandpa.
0: Did, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> But it was um, he was he he was a dedicated runner. I mean he would he was constantly running. Um, oh,
1: people it, love it, just, it. People who are he, runners. He it's really part of their wellness overall, and mental, physical, all of the things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Our first date was standing in the middle of the George Washington Bridge watching Fourth of July fireworks. Oh, after going to see the movie Alien.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. That's pretty cool. So, At least we got some good memories stuff. out of it. That's true. Mm-hmm. The, the worm, the, really the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. More, <laughs> ch-
1: more uh, uh, you know, enough for your book <laughs> chapter, that is. Enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A paragraph. He yeah, he
0: only gets a paragraph.
1: But that—that's neither here nor there. Oh my gosh! So anyway, so. shall we uh, begin the discussion? We
0: should start.
1: Yeah, you know, I did double check, and I didn't see now, any responses.
0: I as I did, I didn't either. Uh, we had emailed us. Leslie had emailed SR and I think the email hit the inbox as he was yes, going out I think of his so mailbox. because
1: I was late yesterday. So
0: I, I it was it was like so he was online around the same time. And I had I had emailed him for something late last night too about something else, and I, I didn't I didn't get mm-hmm. that from him. So and, and and someone that I know who shall not be named, who's not listening mm-hmm. at the moment. <laughs> Um, would probably be giving me hard time on that. anyway. Um, yeah, I can, can tell, tell you, you, I talked to uh Mango last night. Wonderful, and yeah, she's doing good. And she wants to remind everybody that um, SR is going to be having a watch along with the Argyle Empire on SR's Facebook page. And that is December 10th and I believe it's at 7 p.m or around there uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. I know that part three will be coming out I believe um, as I has said around the, the holidays uh, I don't know he, he doesn't have didn't have a date at that point yet so that'll be good um, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to think what else there is uh da, 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 da. he's working on his book oh the roman um is going to be uh printed in reprinted by a new publisher so keep a lookout for that when it comes up on amazon if you haven't read any of the florentine series it is is a phenomenal series and the prince does come in i mean he's not big in 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 this part with the movie but when you get into The Prince and the rest of the Florentine series, he, you know, he's obviously the primary
1: candidate. Exactly. And I would always, I, I would offer as well, I, if you're not, I think you would enjoy the book even if you're not a big fan of paranormal romance. Because if you're oh, a fan definitely. of SR's writing, I, it's just really lovely storytelling. And I, I think, I really games. think... I think you'd enjoy it
0: yeah oh definitely um you know I, i've uh i was never i never really read uh paranormal like i never read mm-hmm. Racer, and i didn't read stephanie myers so i, I you know it was not that was new for me that particular genre and it was very good so and i and i think that's because of of sr and his uh, uh his idea of redemption for everybody. And I think that's, you know, part of the reason why it was an interest to me. So in any event, that is all the news that Victor to bring yes. today. And if we get any more, of course, we'll
1: pass it along. When Betty notes that she read it, <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I had a coughing snag there. She read it and listened to I the audio books. And she said, the Florentine series is a great listen.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, John Michael Morgan did such a wonderful job. I mean, anybody who's listened to the Gabriel series on audio will have heard all of John Michael Morgan. And he also did um, the uh, all but I think all but the Roman on the Florentine series because he uh, he did pass away between uh, the shadow and the Roman uh, the Shadow, I, I remember a story that SR told at the time uh, that he uh, was looking, when he finished The Shadow and was going to have it uh, put into audio, uh, John Michael Morgan, who was suffering, I think, from colon cancer, insisted upon reading it, you know, for the I... audio book, which was, <clears throat> and he died shortly thereafter.
1: It was such a gift. It really was such a gift to us as readers to have his his narration and his reading um, because he really was very uh, theatrical and really mm-hmm. brought it to life. As uh, says, he says, Willie equals fireworks in the lovemaking department. Enough said. Grab a copy <clears throat> and enjoy.
0: <coughs> and make sure, you, you know... And snarky goes after all the, the, the hankies that get thrown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Elena notes, that is and a definite. I truly thought I wouldn't be able to get through the prints. Um, and then mm-hmm. couldn't put down the books through the whole series. So, mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: I don't want to take anything away from Robertson Dean because he's read um, the, the Roman and SR's other books, the Gabriel's uh, Promise and the Man in the Black Suit. So I don't want to take anything away from him. But uh, John Michael Morgan, it just has a special place in, in, in the annals of the SR literary conglomerate. How's that sound? <laughs> Anyway, but so you know, so it's really good. It's really good. So, are we ready to get started, my friend? Or are you still coughing? I think I think she may be still coughing. I don't know. I know she didn't disconnect from me, so we're all all good there. Um, trying to think what else. Uh. Oh, she's trying to unmute herself. I can understand that. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll get started, Leslie, and then you can pick up once you finish. Okay? So as you know, um, uh, the night before, uh, uh, Gabriel had this awful nightmare and was talking to Julia about how his mother, you know, was crawling after his father and how he couldn't understand how he could, demean herself that way and she didn't he didn't understand you know he, he was angry and very frustrated with his father so uh, you know from there will be um you know it was going on and it just did upset him and it, it upset julia as well too the next morning, Julia was uh, sunning herself by the pool and she was wearing a blue bikini that she had bought when she and Gabriel had gone to Belize. And, you know, her, she and her bikini, she, that she had not had a lot of usage out of, um, but she was glad to be able to get to wear it. And Betty wants to know um, did anybody dress up as Julia or any of the characters for Halloween? Well, I guess for me, I, you could say I dressed up as Ava from the Florentine series. Um, but some of us did not. So uh, she's, she's sitting on this lounge chair and thinking about the nightmare that they had, um, that Gabriel had had the nightmare before, and was craw- and ima- she could imagine his mother calling after the man who father- fathered her child and abandoned them and she thought the vision, whether it was imagined or not, must have added to his aversion to be her being on her knees. Uh, she didn't like thinking about her, but you know, because she thought possibly it had to do with Paulina and the baby that she and Gabriel had, and you know, to her that was, unless Gabriel was hiding something from her, he thought that she thought that possibly uh, Paulina was part of that whole mess he was in um she looked through her sunglasses and she was standing there and he was wearing black swimming trunks and carrying a, a towel and nobody i did not wear a red wing wig and snarky uh snarky was afraid of me so he didn't pay me a visit not many people did i did, to be honest with you on halloween uh, so as, as he kissed her before placing a towel on the chair and diving into the pool, Gabriel then started swimming laps, losing himself in the water. He always lost himself whether he was having sex or exercise, which... Ah, and there goes Leslie. I'm going to call her right back. Hopefully she'll connect again. So she... um. There we, go. His mind. We there we are and she's back
1: so sorry friends
0: oh that's okay I'm just going to finish this, this from, and then you can pick up from sure. there um, he always lost himself whether it was having sex or exercise so he could clear his mind and I'm sure a few bodily fluids uh, oh, he would okay. lose a whole, um... lot of reflection right. <laughs> it's true it's true You know, as he continued on his laps, he he was out of the silence. All of a sudden, he hears this cry, and he's like, "She's what?" And he's now that that gets him because you know how silent it is when you're swimming in the water at a pool, unless you're in a community pool with ten thousand kids under the age of ten. he, so he, he got himself together. He wiped his eyes so he could see better. And he was listening to her. And she's like, you're kidding. When is she due? And he, climbed, he climbed out of the pool and was telling himself off. And, he, and she's, uh, Julia's continuing her conversation that, no, she was so happy. She was happy for the both of you. And she just couldn't believe it. And her body, but her body language was tense. And her tone was sincere and surprised.
1: I know. When I first read this, it was like, what is going on? You know, who is she talking about? Like, what is happening? Um, because it was very kind of serene as Gabriel was mm-hmm. musing and swimming and trying to figure out what, um, is happening. Uh, you know, cause he was broken out of that, you know, reverie of, of mm-hmm. deep thought. Um, so I was like, "Oh my gosh, what happened?" And Gabriel waved a hand over her face mouthing, "Who is it?" as he pointed to the phone. Uh, but thank God this was not a call from Paul. <laughs> oh, of course we had to get Paul in. Betty, <laughs> I am shocked that you didn't slide Paul in earlier than it, it only took 24 minutes usually it's Paul much sooner it. than that. <laughs> Elena That's said true. immediately think it's Rachel. Um, yeah, I, I did too. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's been so long since I first read this, but I think my I was thinking it was Rachel um, because of familiarity of uh, her conversation and her tone. Um, I know, Betty, she said, I would be heartbroken if it were Paul calling Julia to let her know Allison was pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Rest assured, it was not not Paul. It was not Rachel. Mm-hmm. It was her dad. <laughs> and Flora said she remembers reading it and thinking it was Rachel, too. Anna was hoping it was Rachel. Yes. Since she had been yeah. wanting so desperately to uh, start her family with Aaron. And timing is everything, as Betty notes. Mm -hmm. So, Betty notes it also could have been Tammy. She wanted to get pregnant as well. So, very true. Lots and Mm -hmm. lots of possibilities. But it was, in fact, Julia's Mm -hmm. father. Gabriel was surprised. And then, uh, looking at Gabriel, she asked when the wedding was. Um, And then said, I don't know. Um, I'll check with Gabriel and get back to you. Wow, this was really sudden. And then she laughed and said, yes, obviously for you too. (laughs) So Gabriel reached over and put a hand on her shoulder um, that Julia then covered with her own. So obviously Gabriel being very much the attentive um, husband wanted to uh, be there when such big news was happening. in his wife's family, uh, Betty. <laughs> Betty said, apparently, everyone wanted to get pregnant. And then Betty said, or it just could have been Kenzie with Professor Pacciani. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would not have been Pacciani. It would have
1: been, instead, the actor, Christian yeah, the, the, the actor, Christian Vitt. <laughs>
0: My we and who shares the same birthday as I do, so we're. Oh buddies. my
1: gosh, Betty, you are so bad, as Elena notes, and Betty then says, "So this means Tom was not celibate." <laughs> I don't
0: as was it, who was the um character in the movie. Oh, I know. It was in I think it was the uh the mighty wind where um the the actor and I forgot, oh god bless me, I forget his name, who who was like the narrator mm. for this. And he'd sit there, I don't think so. <laughs> no, definitely not.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Betty <laughs> said, Sorry at Black Lab Lady <laughs> Oh my, God. Betty, you're on a roll today. Just keep going. Keep there. going, she girl. Uh, so Julia, as he, she was talking with her father, had said, yes, please put her on. And she, and then you can tell Tom passed the phone over to Diane and she says, hi, Diane, congratulations. And Gabriel wiped his face and sat next to her on the lounge chair and she said they, they needed to sort out the date, but that they will be there. And as she told her dad, she was very happy for them both. And then said goodbye and wished everyone well. And then hung up. And <laughs> you can see this, right? You can just see this, the whole thing oh, yeah. in front of you. After that, she slumped into the seat and said, holy shit. My dad is getting married. <laughs> and <laughs> Gabriel somewhat teasingly said, um, I had gathered that. Um, and her dad actually had spoken about marrying Diane in Sealandsgrove. Um, Julia mm-hmm. clarified, saying that they wanted to do it immediately, though, because Diane was pregnant. Da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. So, all, all the though. pieces of the puzzle kind of fit together now from their time together in Sealand's Grove when they came across the pregnancy test and they weren't sure who was testing. Well, um, I don't
0: think that was Diane's pregnancy test because remember, Diane and, and Tom had their own place. And that's true.
1: That's true.
0: You know, so I'm, I'm wondering if, if that was either Tammy or Rachel.
1: I don't know. I always thought it was
0: Diane. It could have been. Well, yeah,
1: it.
0: if it was a, it could have been. I mean, and yet if it was in a, like, if there was a powder room on the first, you know, mm-hmm. downstairs from their bedrooms, that, if he found the, uh, the test in that trash, then I could, you know, I would say probably,
1: possibly. <laughs> yes.
0: But I also don't. I don't. I don't think Diane would consciously go to her daughter and soon-to-be daughter-in-law's house or
1: no. I it very pseudo much daughter-in-law and have a pregnancy true. Test. But yeah. um, as she, you know, as Julia was kind of going through and saying that Diane was pregnant, uh, you know, all these things clicked in the mind, and as Anna says, the shotgun wedding. <sighs> Uh, and Betty's wondering mm-hmm. if this happened on the first time Tom and Diane spent the night together or if uh, it took many nights. <laughs> and Elena noticed that Betty, Betty's mind was on fast forward today. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> Diane was the only one besides Julia who became pregnant in redemption unless Bessie the cow got pregnant too, <laughs> Betty says. Anna notes that she thinks the Salins Grove pregnancy test was Rachel's. And whoever it was, Shell says, should have crumpled it up and hid it better. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Baby wedding fever, Ashley notes. And yes, I agree, (laughs) Shell. They should have dug it deep in the the bottom of the trash bin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Gabriel stifled a laugh, rubbing his chin like he was thinking, hmm... Tom having a shotgun wedding and I thought that was such just you know it's kind of like poetic justice right because that was Tom was always threatening Gabriel and the beginning of uh, their relationship and Mm -hmm. uh he thought that situation was ironic except Gabriel knew better and Gabriel laughed when Julia suggested that yes um using the the word ironic literature professors had annoying habits of using words correctly (laughs) and she says it took a lot of fun out of good neologism Uh uh-oh sr is using big words again (laughs) uh I had to look that up I I didn't know what it was well I'm actually I'm going to put the definition of neologism in the chat box Mm -hmm. so we have it it's a newly coined word or expression according Mm -hmm. to Merriam Webster and let me just get this link here it's a new word usage or expression and and there's also a psychology term for that. So, um, oops, if I can, I just left because uh, you know
0: I'm like, what is this? I word?
1: just love the whole banter um, between them. I I think the way SR mm-hmm. wrote it was really fun and clever. Fun. I mean, I, I I could see the glint.
0: I, and it didn't and not didn't have to necessarily be julia but i could i could see the character mm-hmm. the glint in the eye and the half grin as he's asking her these questions and talking to yes. her about it
1: yes, yes. Um, betty ah. noted that there definitely was something in the ceiling's grove water and anna says sometimes you take your trash <gasps> with you <laughs> that probably would have been the best, <laughs> best of all anna mm-hmm. and yeah. shel said gabriel should have given tom hell over that And noting Anna said, Tom is a hypocrite. And Betty said, Tom knows if he doesn't get married right away, Diane's mom will come after him with a shotgun. (laughs) That's right. And Shel said, Tom's a great many things and a good parent is not one of them. And I feel like this is Tom's chance for for his own redemption. um, And probably doing some, hopefully, I'm being very... Optimistic here. Hopefully, he will approach things differently um, this time around. Um, Hopefully, he will have grown from some of his experiences. So, Gabriel was laughing at her comment and said, This is exactly why I love you. So, playfully, Julia responded that she thought it was just because of her breasts. And giving Mm -hmm. a playful tug to her bikini bottom, He said it was all her assets he was partial to. Julia's response was that he was too charming for his own good. So again, the playful banter was very sweet there. And Gabriel asked when the baby was due. And they were hoping um, by the end of December. uh, Yes, before, (laughs) as Pam noted... Hopefully before uh, before the end of the current year for the tax break.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you get the, you know, even the baby's born December 31st, you get a tax break (laughs) that year.
1: Yes. So Betty notes Tom's trying to be a better man. Perhaps now he is finally maturing. (laughs) Betty said Mm -hmm. also, Julia, don't you remember the professor is an ass man? Remember the tango against the wall at the museum? How could we forget that? Exactly. How could we forget that tango? (laughs) No, we couldn't.
0: Those statues never speak Mm -hmm. anyway. (laughs) So so she removed Julia. Uh, Gabriel removed Julia's hat and sunglasses to, to see, so he could get this answer. out. And she's like, "Are you upset?" <laughs> and Julia's like, "Ah, just surprised. Her dad was having a baby, and they, and they hadn't even lit a candle for them." I the know. Season. I was thinking
1: that too. That's not who yeah. they were um, hoping for. Um,
0: no a baby. I think they they lit the candle for mm-hmm. Rachel and possibly even Tammy, but, you know, as, as Gabriel puts it, he says, you know, if we'd lit a candle, then he would have had twins. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, and, and Julie's like, God help us. <laughs> and, you know, uh, He, he, Gabriel also suggested that it would have been a shock uh, for her father. And how was he taking the news? Julie said he was happy but shocked. And Gabriel knew what uh, asked when they were getting married. And he also knew what he's going to get Tom for Christmas. And that was (laughs) funny. I think he's a little late for that. That would have been a good uh, gift to your father. Oh my gosh!
1: Can you imagine if he would have actually gone through with that? (laughs) Oh, crazy. <laughs> so, I think everyone would have gotten a good chuckle out of it. Hopefully. I don't know. Well, I don't know how Tom okay. would have reacted to that.
0: I think Tom probably would have been very embarrassed. With mm-hmm. this with but I think it's a good gag. Gift. I do too. <laughs> so, uh, Julia uh <laughs> Asked, or he asked when they were getting married, and Julia told him it would be, would be between them and how soon they could get back to the, the States and uh, that, they, that Tom and Diane wanted them to come for a weekend in, to Selen's Grove. And Gabriel's not about to give up his vacation for this, but Julia assured him that it wasn't in, that wasn't the case, that uh, we should give them some dates and they would talk to Diane's family about this.
1: Yeah, that makes that sense. And, Tom too. and uh, yes. Anna notes he should have a vasectomy. <laughs> and Shel mm-hmm. had said that Tom was forever tarnished in her eyes. Understandable. I know. Um, mm-hmm. And Betty asked, if could you imagine if Richard had another baby? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Betty. No, <laughs> I can't. But it's possible, you know? it. And, and, and
0: uh, there's still time, uh, not for me. I, I'm My baby machine is done, <laughs> over
1: with. And Anna and said, I'd rather Richard than Tom time. have the baby. And then Shell said, how selfish to ask them to cut their vacation short for Tom. And apparently, I don't think that's what happened. I think it was more of a let us know. We want to get married when yeah, you let us come know. back. So I don't think they were asking them to come back and, from...
0: And I think Julia was trying to reassure it, Gabriel with mm-hmm. that fact as well.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I'm sure that was a no-go for Gabriel.
0: So then Gabriel's telling her, you're going to be a big sister. Now, you know, fortunately, I had the scene from the movie and that's mm-hmm. part of it, too. But, um, and and that kind of startled Julia... Uh, She was going to be a big sister. And she had always wanted uh, a brother or a sister. Gabriel came back and said, Big Sister Julia with all the rights, privileges, and responsibilities. (laughs) (laughs) And not just responsibilities because she was going to be a big sister, but also the babysitting because Tom and Diane want to go out. It's like having grandparents. (laughs) But because it's second family Mm -hmm. type of thing. And, um... Gabriel had always had always hated being an only child, so he was very happy when uh, Scott and Rachel uh, became siblings. And you, this is a question I had. When um, Gabriel, when the Clark's brought Gabriel into their home, were Rachel and Scott already born, or one, or or were they born after?
1: I think they were already born
0: that i i i didn't know and i i, I was curious about i mean that. i'd
1: have to go back and reread and i know our experts will share with us but i thought because i don't think the age gap is that massive
0: i think well i think between between rachel and and he it's about the same as right. julia about right. 10 years
1: but scott's older but so i i that's you know why. they yeah um, I don't know. And um, Betty had noted about the vacation, cutting sh- the vacation short. She said, well, it's not like Gabriel and Julie are going to miss out on a lot if they would leave early. They're just hanging out in their house and having sex. They can do that anywhere. <laughs> That's true. I'd just ask
0: any of the museums that have <laughs> yeah, been to. Yeah, but you know what? Except for I the think, Vatican.
1: I, I, they couldn't be in that beautiful Umbria side. There's that Italian sunshine, like, mm I wouldn't want to leave that Yeah, I'll tell you that. Um, No, that would have been tough. And Anna notes that Julianne jumped to a common um, uh, mm mom. The idyllic farce, she said. (laughs) Truth, Mm -hmm. Anna, Shell notes. And Betty said, this baby will be spoiled with all the love Julia would give her little brother. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Rachel is Julia's age, so she's little. Um, at the time of Gabriel, you know, joining. Scott might be the middle child. I think he's Paul's age. Yeah, I thought he was a girl, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I, I, I wondered about that, because I, I don't remember, I, you know, even because this is about the fourth reread going through the book to set up. the And right? Anna and so it's Rachel I mean, and Scott
1: were already, yes, had already been born. Scott's issue with Gabriel from the very beginning was being uh, displaced and the lack of adoption family services as anna has pointed out before gabriel was enamored with the baby rachel that
0: we know and
1: scott is the oldest elena notes
0: yeah so in any event um you know she's going on about how she's going to be this big sister and how gabriel was so happy to have siblings Although Scott could be a pain in the ass for the rest of his life. Yeah, but Julia was still surprised asking how did this happen. And Gabriel's like, yeah, after all of our nocturnal <laughs> exercises, They haven't been ask. memorable <laughs> enough? <laughs> I know. Julia frowned saying, you know what I meant. Her dad was old. I don't think her dad was that old, but her dad was old. And Gabriel reminded her that he was marrying a pretty young woman and she had a, she, he was going
1: to be a father. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, Diana's 40. And, Ga- <laughs> and I know someone who had a baby when she was 40. Yeah. One of my college roommates.
0: Hey, listen, in the town that I lived in, in New York, where Patrick went through thirteen years of his, from or fourteen, mm-hmm. years ago from preschool to graduation. The I was the one of the younger mothers, mm-hmm. and I had Patrick at twenty-seven. So, oh. yeah. most of them were in their forties. So, and uh, so it 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 can happen to some women, uh, but uh, Gabriel said she's a spring chicken.
1: And she's like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> well, and I, I kind of been laughing because earlier Jesus. in the, their bantering, they were using words such as neologism. And then he goes and pulls out the spring chicken. Uh,
0: spring chicken. Yes. <laughs> you know, always, it was always, it's always fun. But, you know, and, you know, he, he's, he's, goofing on her and and she's like you know my dad's going to be a father again and uh, he thought that possibly she was in shock and was (laughs) offering to get her a drink and Julie Julie came back with Rachel wants a baby her dad was having a baby and she stops there but Gabriel leans over and says there would be lots of kids to play with for Christmas and summer vacation the key word
1: there eventually." eventually You know, it's and he's right, you know, and he it's kind of a lovely happenstance if you think about it, you know, because then they will have Mm -hmm. cousins and siblings to uh, to play with.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, that was always the for, fun thing about my sister and I growing up with, with my mom's uh, kids. She had, my mom's sister had four kids and my dad's sister had two. And it was always fun because Thanksgiving and Christmas were always spent with my, my mom's sister and her kids always came mm-hmm. to our house. And summertime, my cousins from New York and my dad's sister, we would all get together for a couple of weeks at the shore. And that was always a lot of fun. It was, there was always a lot of um, bickering back and forth about things. My my uncle was Navy and my father was Army, so there there was always oh yeah banter that would go back and forth. And uh, but it was but it was always a lot of fun. And but the only thing that Julie could say was "Holy shit!" Christmas and summer vacations. And Gabriel came back and said. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> From neologism to spring chickens to holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that, uh, Tom's going to be a dad again.
1: Yes. Very, How very exciting. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so shocking, right? Like, very dad. unexpected.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. The unexpected ones that are the ones that are. Yeah, well,
1: and it. I'm looking at the chat, um, some of the comments, you know, regarding Julia's comment about 40. Betty says, Well, guess what, mm-hmm. Julia? 40 is not that old. And,
0: and no, <laughs>
1: Anna, I think part of her shock was exactly what you said Anna imagining her dad and Diane effing. Yuck.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that. That, that, you know, the idea of that always gets to kids, no matter how old they are. I I remember my late friend Barbara said to me one day, uh, one summer, she goes, we were talking about her parents and the house at at the shore that uh, Barbara has or had um, was also at when her parents had bought that house, like in 67 Mm -hmm. or something. And it was a little two-bedroom house, and they had five kids, but it was a two-bedroom house. And they, but Barbara and her sisters slept in the room that backed her her parents' bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I always knew it was Sunday morning in that house, because <laughs> <of, laughs> if the if the uh, vans are rocking, then just keep oh, knocking." <laughs>
1: As Elena says, la, 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 (laughs) la. And um, Floor was also noting that Rachel tells Julie at one point how Gabriel never trusted staying with them um, because he would hide, never trusted uh, when he was staying with them because he would hide his food in his room. And so Rachel is old enough to remember that when he joined, when he came to the family. Uh, Anna noted that her mom was 40 and 43 when she gave birth to her brother and sister. So, um, yeah, it's really, you know, it's it happens. Betty said when you're 10, uh, you think you know, 40 is old. But when you're in your 30s, you realize 40 is not that old. That well, and <laughs> they they're saying, you know, I've even heard now that 50 is the new 30. I don't know if you've heard that. They used to say forty is the new thirty, but I think that also has to do with longevity of uh, an extended lifespan um, beyond what we normally had in the past.
0: <laughs> and 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 to be very honest with you, my next birthday will actually be the fortieth birthday for me. Fortieth <laughs> anniversary birthday. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh uh and betty says who's going to push all these babies the size of a watermelon (laughs) and me me (laughs) saying to julia she said babies are cute but you might want to wait maybe 10 more years (laughs) and elena notes hopefully Uh, tom has learned some lessons from the first time around (laughs) Sure <laughs> Elena notes her dad was actually 40 then 43 with me and then my brother mom was 35 and then 38 and Betty notes you mean to tell me parents had to have sex in order to have babies the babies didn't magically appear out of nowhere
0: well actually your parents went to the cabbage patch and <laughs> them underneath the cabbages <laughs> or there was a stork that came down and if you had a chimney the baby was sent down the chimney. <laughs>
1: And Betty notes, if I looked like J-Lo, I would definitely agree that the 50s are now the new 30s. <laughs> Very true.
0: Hey, but that's a lot of makeup. That's a lot. That's of a lo- no, no offense to J-Lo, but, you know, the pictures you see of her in magazines, she's all made up. If you ever see pictures of her without makeup, you, would, you could tell she was not 30. Yeah,
1: but she... Works out enough, but
0: she also keeps herself. In yeah, shape. yeah, yeah, she keeps her shape. Yeah, I mean, and dancing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. because she's a dancer. It's a longevity. Mm-hmm.
0: Dancers' bodies are like that. Yeah, but you have,
1: to, guess, balan- you have to balance. You have to balance it. You got to balance it because dancing can be really destructive on your body too.
0: That's true. The Irish step dancing mm. is is horrible on. Oh these. yeah.
1: Absolutely, because you're
0: not allowed to move from the knees up. You have to, only the, the your your knees down, or what have mm-hmm. to move. Until Michael Flatley came along and changed that, but, <laughs> which
1: was fine. I have no quite, yeah. no qualms with that. But oh, and Betty nice. clarified that she was talking about the body of J Lo's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Elena said definitely, folks are now waiting to have children later in life. Once they are more financially stable and perhaps can be, be better providers, not saying it's a better choice, but I think that's why the older ages for parents today.
0: And and I think, too, I mean, I I, I can remember in high school when the when the woman's movement was really just getting into gear. It was like, you know, you go to college, get a career. Right. You have a career. And, you know. And I, and I often say to, to people, I mean, it's, uh, there are a lot of people that, that can get married young and do very well. But I always like, uh, live, go out and live. After you graduate from college, go live a little bit <laughs> before you settle down and start raising a family. And whether it's with that same person or whether it's somebody else down the line, it's just, that, uh, that was me growing up, too. I, I did not want to get married right away. I wanted to experience life. Let me put it that way.
1: Well, I think, Before I, said I mean, I think there's many components to that now. And, you know, I think people have more choices now than they did. They do. Um,
0: they do. I mean, my, I, my mom was, my mom met my dad when she was, I think, 20 years old. And they got married when she was 21. And... they divorced, wouldn't you know? Um, yeah. And she, I, she was 22 when mm-hmm. she had me. Or soon, soon to be 22. Yeah. Mom got pregnant on her honeymoon. Um. And from that standpoint, you know, she was working and when, oh, cool. When her job, she was, she was a, a key punch operator and for Pierce Phelps and yeah, when they found out that she was pregnant, yep, they fired her. And I can I can remember the very first job interview I ever had um, outside of high school was. Um,
1: yeah, uh, it's, are you uh, seeing
0: anybody? Or are you planning to yeah, get married?
1: Things have changed.
0: You can't Thankfully. do
1: that anymore. I mean, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. That used Thankfully to be so commonplace right. Which is horrible And Anna I, I love Anna's mm-hmm. comment Going back to the J-Lo, yeah. uh, <laughs> the J-Lo The j comments Anna says I like Oakmont Bakery and G&G Breakfast Too much <laughs> mm. I still have to get there Anna <laughs> I haven't been back to Pittsburgh Since the Taylor Swift concert mm-hmm. But we keep talking about it I really, really want to go. And I want to see my cousins. I'll get there at some point. And Betty says, my advice to people is enjoy your time as a couple. Travel, have lots of sex and sleep. Because once the baby arrives, the baby will come first. And Shell notes, as far as Tom being a dad again, I would always be waiting for him to throw himself into work and neglect Diane as his new kid. And his new kid.
0: i you know, I I could be wrong, but my 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 thing on Tom was he he and and uh, Julia's mother were probably very young. Neither one she of them got pregnant. Ready. They got married to settle down or anything.
1: Yeah. Well, and I thought he probably also got sucked into the having to be the provider and working, 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 working. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things were not good with her, the 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 mother. And so he was hiding, hiding, hiding in his job to not deal with it, mm-hmm. which is be- not fair to Julia.
0: That can happen. No. But,
1: no. you know, yeah, lots of... Uh, Lots of considerations. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So that is about all we have for today. Yeah. And uh outside of uh dancing, any other big plans coming up for your birthday?
1: Um actually it's kinda again, it's gonna be kind of a fun month. Abe has a meeting at Penn State this coming week, so I'll be uh-huh. going up to state college. Um at the end of the week and then going to the game so very very Mm -hmm. very excited Um, it's going to be fun it's going to be a lot of fun that
0: sounds like fun uh, Penn Penn State is is, uh, crazy it's like Nebraska (laughs) with their football team
1: yeah I would say one of the yeah crazy is a good way to put it it's a lot of fun though Mm -hmm. and um it is, it is. Hopefully, hopefully they'll do better than they did last week.
0: Um, Black, Black Lab Ladies says, time sure have changed. My maternal grandmother had seven children. Her oldest, my Aunt Evie, had her first child at 17 before uh, her mother had her last, which was a set of twins figure out those cousins, aunts, uncles. And oh sons. yeah.
1: Definitely all over the spectrum. <laughs>
0: yeah, my 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 mater- my paternal grandmother had five, only 3 survived. Uh, one was a stillborn and the other died a few not long after. Mm. Uh, he was born. And then my uh my grandmother Nana Lynch She only had one, or three. I'm sorry. She was an only child, and she had three, Mm -hmm. and all were born at home. None of them were born in a hospital. Oh yeah. And uh, my my father's grandmother, on his father's side, had went through seventeen pregnancies. Three of them, uh, three of the kids, uh, survived to adulthood. The others uh, were childhood illnesses, stillbirths, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then they lost one child uh, to the Spanish flu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she was, I think she was 20 years
1: old. Oh. Now Betty notes her maternal grandmother had 12 children and six lived and six mm-hmm. died shortly after birth. So, I mean, it's just, it has changed so much um, in terms uh, of, of expectations my, my, and also in terms of technology and healthcare my, capabilities my brother
0: my brother-in-law has 57 first cousins because mm-hmm. of the families that yep. he came from his one aunt his father's sister had 11 ch- 12 children i'm sorry nine Nine boys and and four girls.
1: (laughs) And Betty notes there is not much, uh, there was not TV back in those days.
0: (laughs) Nope. As my friend Mike Dolan said to me one time when I told him I was pregnant with Patrick, he said, You should have watched John Carson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, You know, Shell noted, um, reflecting back. On the chapter, she said, I would, but I would, if I were Julia, be like, Why is your new kid more important than me? And I think I wanted to raise her comment because I, I do think there may be something, there may be an element that she'll have to grapple with when the baby comes mm-hmm. about That's different that, treatment. You know, that's very
0: true. And Cause- I, I can relate to what the Clarks may have gone through um, my cousin Johnny and his girlfriend had a baby together and she was born in 78 and um, there was a lot there was a lot of adversarial conflict between those two uh, especially around the baby being born and my aunt was very excited about Possibly becoming a grandmother, whatever. And, but, uh, the girl came to the house one w- was visiting with them for uh, a week or so, when she was about nine or ten years old. And for almost a year, she was travel. She had never been to school. She was be- traveling between Prince Edward Island, Gloucester, Massachusetts, Point Pleasant, New Jersey, Wilmington, Delaware, and then they would repeat the process all over again. For a year because her my her mother's boyfriend at the time was a commercial mm. fisherman and he followed whatever fleet was going to be He could yeah the best job fishing and um it was very hard it was hard on her and Jim and I sat down and, and Patrick was I think about seven years old at the time uh Jim and I sat down and talked about bringing her into our family so she could have some stability because it was just, she was just all over the place. And we, we, we went, we knew that there was going to have to be all kinds of counseling that would go on for not just her, but for Jim and I and Patrick as, and the four of us combined in order to get that whole dynamic. (laughs) And my, um, uh, my aunt, you know, I was. I we went and talked to my aunt about it, and she says, she told me that um, I, w- I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You, I, she said, there's there's a lot to take on there, and just on her end, uh, the girls' end, alone. Mm-hmm. and uh, so we, you know, it was it was decided that we wouldn't do that. But it, it's hard. It, it was it was a hard decision for us mm-hmm. to make. It was easy enough for us to talk about it and want to do it. But the decision as to whether to, to go with it or not was all a hard decision. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Betty noted that um, she thinks it would have, um, that Julia may have moved on for that. Um, Elena said Julia will be shell shocked in how Tom treated her versus the new baby, but I hope he's redeemed and that Julia has enough therapy to help her deal with it. And Anna Mm -hmm. says, Julianne is delusional regarding Tom. Subconsciously, she will have those feelings. And Gabriel will bear the brunt of her fallout behavior. She will Mm -hmm. never realistically accept Tom is substandard. So a lot of food for thought. Anna says, her blessedness 1.0, always begged to have a sibling. And now that blessedness 2.0 is here. Blessedness 1.0 says he'll never have babies. I think now he knows (laughs) babies are not easy to handle. And I... um, Shell agrees, actually, with Anna's assessment. And I Mm -hmm. love Anna's comment, um, which I think is perfect to end... (laughs) to end the uh, discussion on. (laughs) And and that is... (laughs) OMG! I want Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to get married and have beautiful babies. The hell with Tom and Diane. Really? Yes, I would love to see oh. that. How cute would those little munchkins be? Oh my gosh! You know that 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 relationship fascinates me.
0: I it, just because I you know they're openly um, they're open about the fact that they're dating. Yeah. And that they're together, but and they're you know as uh, Travis said at a news conference yesterday in Germany because they're playing in Germany uh, Sunday. Yeah. Um, we are together. We're having fun, and when the, the reporter asked if they were in love, he says, "I like to keep some things private."
1: Good. I don't know how they're going exactly, to, but I hope that's a good well, response. They, you know,
0: yeah. And you know, I mean, they're just so cute together. And she gets all excited. She's like the, the, the high school kid going out after the, the captain of the football team, mm-hmm. but at a more more mature level. Yeah,
1: Anna says my new favorite couple, T and T. That is really sweet. Well,
0: I think their other, I think their shipper name it was Trailer for a while. <laughs> Travis and Taylor Trout.
1: Elena noted that she saw that interview and she loved his smirk through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Travis Kals and his brother Jason, who plays, plays for the Eagles, Eagles. yeah, they have a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Hysterical, and he is constantly teasing Travis about the about.
1: Oh, yeah, wow, well, of course,
0: respectfully, but but yeah,
1: it? it kind of reminds so. me of when Posh Spice started dating David Beckham. David Beckham. It was such the to do, right the sports when oh, yeah. sports oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. pop culture collide, um and by
0: the way they've they've got that that whole that documentary. On, like, I
1: haven't watched all of it, but man, highly recommend i've only I've watched half yeah. of it, yeah such a good story and the way they do the filmmaking is really really good and as Anna says OMG he blushes so adorably (laughs) yes he does yeah it's cute well it'll be cute to see how things evolve and I love the uh, economic impact of uh, Taylor Swift uh, everywhere she goes Um, masses of people follow her and spend lots of money in the cities so it also mm-hmm. makes tickets really expensive if you're going to a game where Travis is playing. That is true. Um, that is true. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting how that works. So. Yes, it is. All right, my friend. So anyway. Well, this was a fun, I am, fun chat was, this morning.
0: It was. Technical difficulties included. Yes, yes. And, uh. I'm going to leave us with a little Cat Stevens this morning and prayers towards the Middle East and Ukraine and and that things will start working out and be a better place. So, everybody, you have a great weekend, and we'll talk next week. I am late, thinking about the world as it is, why must we go on hating, why can't we live in bliss, cause out on the edge of darkness, there are a be strange.